0: to today on Broadway for Thursday, January 21st, 2021. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki, And
1: I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves.
0: Before we get into the news, head on over to broadwayradio.com or patreon.com slash Radio if you want to get the news before it hits our regular feed. Happy Inauguration <sighs> Happy Day, in Ashley.
1: Inauguration Day. <laughs> I mean, technically we're recording this for Thursday, but it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. It's still Inauguration Day. I think the ceremony is still going on. Uh, it's still, it's still so, happening. It's currently happening. Yeah, there are, it's like Taylor Mac's 24 Hours of Musical History thing that they did oh. several years ago. This
0: is that mm-hmm. an
1: inauguration edition?
0: It's the exact same thing, yeah. and now it's starring Nathan Lane. Yeah,
1: um, it'll I, It'll <laughs> be nominated for a Pulitzer, though, so that's a plus. Okay, good, good. We like. Yeah. Well, we
0: like to see it. Yeah, we do. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I hope you got to see Broadway Babies, Lady Gaga. Of course. Um, of course. I hope you got to see The People's Princess, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> are these, are these the see.
1: official titles
0: this is what they were sworn in by today uh, they were also sworn uh, in they're oh, part yeah. of the cabinet <laughs> oh thank god yeah, everything's um, better now and as we, I mean it's it's the both of us so you know today was all yeah. about Kamala Harris and then Joseph Paddington Biden <laughs> was just that, there that is that
1: is what he was sworn in as I did catch that part yeah
0: yeah, it was weird I was like they're struggling with it but it's just pronounced Paddington um, <laughs> yeah, there so was a
1: there's a lot of Weird extra syllables there for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah it was it was definitely a ceremony that happened. Uh, I am happy to be on the other side of everything ever. Uh, yeah. So now we move forward, and yeah, Lady Gaga. I'm a big. Gaga fan, so I was very happy about that. And when she turned to the flag, I definitely got oh. a little like weird and teary, even though I'm like as non patriotic as you can ever be in this life. <laughs> I was like, all well, right, I just all also right, girl. love
0: that we were just talking about the Kennedy Center Honors, yeah, and who was there but Garth Mofo Brooks. I know, I know. <laughs> It's his year, you guys. I mean, this has nothing to do with Broadway, but I, I mean, I'm I'm foreseeing a Chris Gaines Jekyll and Hyde musical, oh. uh, you know, in the future. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there, I like just it. like Matt does. Like I'm putting it out, yeah, there. just putting it
1: out there, <laughs> Miss Cleo for sure. That's what oh, we're gonna have Cleo
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into what news we do have. Um, Jesse Green from the New York Times calls for an end to Trump Shakespearean connections. Thank God. Um, mm-hmm. it, there's a quote in there. Pundits have likened the president to Lear, to Hamlet, to Macbeth, to Coriolanus. Um, that may... Have been four years of wishful thinking, uh, but this article kind of discusses the ex president's legacy of Shakespearean comparisons on stage and why we have chosen to do all of the wrong tragedies to liken sure. him. Um, like they did, like the Shakespeare in the Park production mm-hmm. of Julius Caesar, where yeah. the titular Julius uh, was trumped out. You know, in the full like and you I know mean, wig and oh yeah.
1: god, yeah, yeah. I talked about that a little <laughs> bit on last night's show. It's also like even like the King Lear with Glenda Jackson, which wasn't yeah. like Trump, but it's like. Like, here are my American socks and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that, like,
0: maybe... Let's, like, tap out, guys. Like, I don't need... We don't need this anymore, Just tap, right?
1: just tap out of all of it. Tap out <laughs> of Trump. We're, just, we're certainly tapped out of Trump, so that's a plus. Now he's just a retiree in Florida, so that's a major plus. Yeah, I I guess it's better than all the comparisons to 1984 and to Harry Potter for literally everything ever, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please, God, read something else. Yeah, uh, read a book. It's read a book. You can always do that. Read, read a, a book. book. Read a book.
0: Hot take for today's Broadway Radio: <laughs> Read a book.
1: <laughs> at least read a. At least read a different play.
0: Yeah, that's just read not. A play.
1: That's not Shakespeare.
0: Uh, before we get into the rest of all of this, let's toss it over to James, really, really quickly, to talk about this week's sponsor, ExpressVPN.
2: We'd like to welcome ExpressVPN back to Broadway Radio. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of a couple of them, and some of you might even have used a VPN before. But I like to do research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Second is speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. I've been using ExpressVPN for a few years now and my internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app and one click button to connect. It's so easy that your grandparents could use it. And it's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, and many other tech experts rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself with the VPN that I use and I trust. Use our link expressvpn.com slash Radio today and get an extra three months free on your one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Radio. Visit expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio to learn more. And thanks to ExpressVPN for continuing to support Broadway Radio.
0: So Governor Cuomo proposes tax cuts for theatrical productions in New York. As part of the budget for the upcoming fiscal year, Cuomo proposed up to $25 million in tax credits to musical and theatrical productions in New York City. He also plans to extend the Empire State Musical and Theatrical Production Tax Credit Program, which provides a tax credit of 25% of the cost of production and transportation expenses to shows that tech productions in upstate New York, which you and I both know mm. is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um I'm all for tax credits, but I'm just like, when are we going to have actual relief for all of the theater workers that have been out of work for, what's that? Oh. A year.
1: A literal year, and will be even longer. Yeah, this is very much a case of, you know, <laughs> what comes first, like tax credit <laughs> or the actual benefit, and what comes first. I, will, will theater be back, or will these proposals, proposals go into effect? So, yeah, I, you know, I'll take both of them. That would be great. Yeah. Both things can happen, and that would be very satisfying, but tax credits alone – not so much slow steps though yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. something, very, something. Um,
1: very very slow steps uh but it's nice to you know be talking about arts legislation and in a in a productive manner
0: <laughs> right exactly not no not cutting not a back step.
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: Um, Amanda Gorman, we were just talking about this before we started recording, so we have to just bring it up now. Um, Amanda Gorman this morning was the youngest inaugural poet in the nation's history, and if you did not watch it live, this 22 year old legend performed and conveyed some of the most beautiful poetry I've like ever heard. Mm -hmm. Um, We could go on and on about it, but we highly recommend that you just listen to her portion of the inauguration if you weren't able to um, see the whole thing. I mean, Lin-Manuel was tweeting back and forth with her about her Hamilton references. This, which was like so clutch. I was like, this is such a moment. <laughs> um, she reported to the New York Times. What I really aspire to do in the poem is to be able to use my words to envision a way in which our country can still come together and can still heal. It's doing that in a way that is not erasing or neglecting the harsh truths I think America needs to reconcile with. Hmm. Like this twenty two year old beast. Like she's just incredible. Amazing.
1: No, yeah. for real. Yeah, I saw her tweeting with Lynn Manuel, her being like, Hey, did you, <laughs> did you notice those Hamilton references I slipped in? <laughs> like, I think so. I probably got paid for it. Uh, but yeah, she was just incredible. I actually, I watched, as we were talking about before uh, we started recording, I watched the swearing in and Biden speech and then watched Amanda Gorman. And that's where I shut off because I was like, "Well, nothing's gonna, for the rest of the day is going to be better than that." <laughs> So let's just end it here And you can
0: actually like on YouTube You can find a lot of her other work as well Which is also extremely compelling So I mean I think she made The nation a fan
1: (laughs) Pretty much And I I really don't remember who said it It was one of my friends uh, on Twitter It was like the best thing about Amanda Gorman only being 22 Is now I have like the rest of her life To obsess over her work
0: Yeah it was very exciting And it was just I don't, I mean, I'm sure it's because we've been so lacking in arts appreciation and especially like love for women of color, especially writers. But I was just sitting there going, all right, this set a tone that um, we're going to honor and love this. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was awesome. So perfect choice
1: for a new start,
0: right? And as much as we love J Lo and Lady Gaga, I think they're okay. Like I don't think that they needed that platform. <laughs> no, they should have
1: let her sing too. I mean, they should, they should love have let Amanda her do sing. shallow. Like I was yeah. seeing that
0: on Twitter, it was cracking me up. Like everybody just saying Biden and Gaga should go. do shallow.
1: Oh God, I saw that. See, that's how you start a presidency, right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's really not worth a presidency if you don't have a Bradley Cooper meme about your Recount.
1: Recount. Yeah.
0: So, extending into this evening's inauguration festivities, Javier Munoz, James Monroe Iglehart, and Leslie Uggams, and more people that we don't know about because it's been a freaking secret, are set to perform Seasons of Love, which I was like, okay. Mm. Um I mean, it'll be on CNN tonight. By the time you listen to this, um, you'll probably have seen it on Twitter already, yeah. but it's going to go between like 8.30 and 9 o'clock tonight. Um yeah. nice. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah. As far as
1: arts being part of the conversation, again, I get... Uh, who did I get in? Oh, I got an email earlier on Wednesday from Theater of War Productions talking about like upcoming, uh, streaming things that they were doing and like this big digital event they're doing. One of which was they have a pre-recorded, um, poem reading that Joe Biden's doing, President Biden's oh. doing, which uh, it weirdly, like may it was right. I, I got the email maybe an hour after his speech, and it just weirdly made me like burst into tears because of that. Of like, wow, we have a president who like can read first of all, uh, but a president who is like committed to talking about the arts again and participating in the arts again and encouraging, you know forward thinking and for anything i mean i am (laughs) i am not necessarily a joe biden fan but i'm ultra progressive um so i I will be like fighting him every step of the way to like actually push forward push forward but i like that we have that luxury now rather than Mm -hmm. oh in four years we're going to literally have to redo like (laughs) reverse everything that his predecessor did
0: Yeah. And I I think it's important to note that Seasons of Love is the happy birthday song of uh, (laughs) theater performances. You're going to hear it every day of your life, but we sure do love it. I was going to say,
1: it's perfect and it won't make me cry. I know it won't make Matt cry because every time we talk about Seasons of Love, Matt's like, I'm going to cry over it. So we're all happy over here, at least if nobody else is.
0: All of us have been nineteen years old and in a production of Rent in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. All of us have done that, oh, yeah. and <laughs> I want the nation to <laughs> or, share that. Or as have well. at least
1: sung it like uh-huh. every year for, in chorus or some kind of choir.
0: Oh, <gasps> oh yeah! And if you don't try oh, to yeah. option up in that solo, are you really a fan of theater? So let's, let's move on. Hear um. it
1: for the choice. <laughs>
0: here for the choice um, I, I've talked to Matt about this I don't know if we've talked about it But let's mm. talk about it um, sure. The Worst People You Know has released another episode There's like been I think like four out now This one features F. Michael Haney And the theater song cycle is written by Kevin Wanzer And Natalie Tannenbaum, Basically highlighting like the worst kinds of people in New York Like one of the newest episodes is uh, People Who Poop in the Club oh God. And that's not a joke oh um, So far they've released episodes featuring Broadway's Ann Harada, Taylor batterman um gerard canonico like there's so much more to come but the latest episode is called i don't ask for much and once you realize the simple request he's making of what he's asking for you realize like he's like most guys in in which case, like he he sucks. He's the worst person, you know. So, um, have you seen any of these yet? No, it's, I, I feel like it's your it. jam. Yeah, it sounds you've,
1: right yeah. up my alley, and you sold me with it on the last bit there. <laughs> so now I must. But yeah, I this,
0: really need you to watch this. All right,
1: I'm on. I'm on it. I'm on it right after. <laughs> In between inauguration, more inauguration festivities. I'll be watching.
0: Yeah, and I'm just also about this kind of like funny musical theater kind of content that we, you know, like we were kind of, uh, you know, at the tail end of like edges and all of those, like, you remember when all those YouTube videos went so viral of like when girls were starting to get into that and we were like, okay Mm -hmm. guys, like, chill with these songs but i mean like you know every girl was singing i'm gonna dye my hair blue and we were like yeah i know you're yeah, gonna dye we, know, your blue.
1: we know we know <laughs> so we- i
0: feel like that's what this is going to be but i'm excited about it it's been fun and it's just a breath of like excited comedy theater fresh air so give it a listen highly recommend on it's on the youtube list. they have an instagram go and then <laughs> <laughs> so um Another uh, video performance that we stumbled upon today, which was really exciting, is Nick Cordero's last public performance. Mm-hmm. And it's called Dear Hate. And the single is out. And the song was recorded with Leanna Stamper live at Sony Hall on March 9th, 2020, oh, which God. was just for, before the shutdown. Three days um,
1: before the shutdown. Three, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, it's about love conquering all despite the existence of hate. And as many of you know, Nick Cordero, exactly. um, He passed away due to complications with COVID-19. He's survived by his incredible wife, Mm -hmm. Amanda Klutz, and his son, Elvis. But you can listen to his album, Live Your Life, anywhere you find music. But this exclusive video, we will link to you in the show notes. It's worth the watch. It's also completely heartbreaking to realize that we would lose him so soon. But it's nice that we have this video. Like,
1: the fact that it was three days before the shutdown is, like, going to further break my heart. I have to be in a better emotional place to watch that, for sure, and to listen to that. Yeah, what a... What a year. What a year. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm,
0: guys, it's been an almost a year. Uh,
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: I know. I'm, I'm just... <sighs>
1: I'm I'm still so heartbroken over Nick Cordero, and like I said on yesterday's show, just been reflecting in the past few days, especially the past few weeks, that been really reflecting on everything that's happened over the last year and everything that's happened over the last four years. And the last year especially has been such an overload that sometimes something like that slips your mind. So then you get it mentioned again. It's like, oh right. Someone, someone that young and talented died (laughs) far too soon in the worst possible way.
0: Yeah. And um, it's just, it it definitely set, I I feel like a different tone in the theater community as soon as that happened for, um, you know, cognizant like social distancing practices. I think people were catching on, but I think that that. There was a definite tone shift for a lot of people. It's like,
1: oh, now we get it. This is why we have to do what we're doing, which is bullshit that it took that long. But here we are. Exactly. Here we are a year later.
0: Yeah. And companies are now taking really smart precautions. They're probably going to be a lot better about coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited for what that's going to look like. And Amanda Klutz's journey with all of this has also been really inspirational. And highly recommend following her as well because she has great arm workouts on top of everything else that she does. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, they're surprisingly good. And then, uh, of course, we were watching Twitter all day long, which I'm sure you were too, Ashley, because oh, we yeah. live for this stuff. Um, we did, like, a social roundup of theater people reacting to the inauguration that we found. And oh, nice. um, literally, like, guys, everyone's reaction to this is either hilarious or heartbreaking. Mm. You can't go wrong. So yeah. just hop on and, and check those out. But that's kind of it for me. Do you have anything that you want to talk about, Ashley?
1: <sighs> no, I'm just like sighing. We're out. I'm I'm out. I'm tired. I'm tired in good ways of like we did we <laughs> did we did it, folks. We, we did it, Joe. And we did it, Joe. And now we can move on to keep pushing for progress.
0: Yeah, like let let's get to work on getting to work on this and yeah. Us and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget to visit our sponsor, ExpressVPN, at ExpressVPN.com slash Broadway Radio today to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Make sure you watch One Night in Miami on Amazon Prime. Oh, yes. Very yeah.
1: exciting.
0: I watched it last night. Ooh. Be prepared. Like Be prepared um, You guys can catch this I'm watching this. it
1: tomorrow as per Last minute as always
0: No, that's good It'll be really fresh Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I might watch it again It's worth it um, Oh, hello There you go There's your preview
1: For the roundtable <laughs> episode Watch it twice <laughs> a There you go Spoiler
0: Spoiler uh, It's good Okay, <laughs> so thanks for listening To Today on Broadway Follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram Yes, I said that Yeah um, At Broadway Radio And then you can find me On Twitter At Grace Aki-chan And on Instagram I'm Gracie Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at know this is Ashley. And don't forget our Patreon, Broadway Radio, for lots of exclusive goodies. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and BroadwayRadio.com. Thanks guys. We will see you later.